0: So, of Paranormal than Normal. I'm your host, as always, Jeremy, here trying to make the world a little more normal. Does it ever happen? Yeah, yeah no. I know. Mean, I no. I don't know why I keep saying it, because it never happens. But anyway, I am joined today by a guest I'm very happy to have on, because, well, we've had her type before, but they're always so different and so fun to talk to. But before I ramble on, my guest tonight is Christy Levy. Psychic, and channeler, and so much more, but we'll get into all that in a bit, I'm sure. First things first, how are you doing tonight, Christy?
1: I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me on.
0: Oh, my pleasure. Anytime I see the, anytime I see someone who's a psychic drop up, drop up to be on the show, I'm like, yes, please. Always good conversation there, 100%.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well,
0: so let me ask the first question I asked everybody that's on this show, except for a few random exceptions. Christy, <laughs> what got, what brought you down this road of spirit, spirituality into the realm we call the paranormal?
1: Well, um, I was a relatively typical um, upper middle class mom. Um worked in real estate, in corporate life, and I was definitely very, um, I will say, money driven, right? I was... Living that life, bigger house, bigger car, better, 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 more stuff, and um, wonderful, really happy. And I was introduced to a channeler, Abraham Hicks, by my mom, and listened and went in and out of being, you know, interested in that and uh, dabbled. And then I found a channeler that is actually now my partner, but um, his name is Gary Tumble Bodley, and uh, my husband and I started listening to him and I did a bunch of his boot camps and in that um doing that I something happened I raised my perspective changed my vibration whatever it was that I did and overnight really after about 8 of these boot camps um I just started recognizing that I could speak to dead people I could get visions of future I was able to remote view and it was overwhelming. And it was overnight that it happened.
0: <laughs> See, I hear this all the time with the awakenings and yeah, mine's mine's supposedly been happening for months now, but I get nothing. So I'm, kidding, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> You know, um, I think for me, what happened, I did have a, a personal tragedy in my life in my early, like late twenties, early thirties. And call it a personal tragedy now i can see it was really the best thing that could have ever happened but um i was very afraid to meditate after that because i was meditating leading up to it and i thought that something i did had caused it so when i when i met gary and started working doing his boot camps and listening to what he channels which is joshua uh, he encouraged me to meditate again just Lightly, you don't have to do anything serious, just listen to the meditations and walk around. And I started meditating and I practiced and learned over time that I hadn't caused anything, right? It was that was not it. And in that, I was able to start meditating again. And I really think, Jeremy, that the key to it for me and for most everyone is to start there. That time in meditation is critical. To go inside and be able to slow that thought down and then listen to what's coming to you. Otherwise, that monkey mind's insane.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, first of all, yes, fate does make things happen for a reason. Call it fate, Mm -hmm. call it the universe, call it whatever you want to call it. But it does make things happen for a reason. So, no, you probably didn't cause it. It probably was meant to happen to get you down the path you're on now. But and yes, meditation is freaking hard to do. I have the b- biggest problem with actually being able to sit there and clear my mind. The biggest problem. I, I'm i always just there's so many other things I could be doing right now.
1: <laughs> that's, you know, that's everybody, everyone. It's that your, your body just, it's, it's difficult to overcome that. Your body's leading you in that. <clears throat> and it leads us in a lot of things, you know, to coffee in the morning, anything, you know, anything that we want. The body runs the show a lot. So it's hard to settle that down, and I've learned a lot of tricks over time, and I actually did a a free meditation thing that I put on my YouTube channel. I ended up having about 60 people there within just a few hours' notice because no one understands how to meditate. It's really hard for everyone, but there's tricks to it to start and get into it, And, and it is a possibility, but it's a practice. You never have a destination that you get with it. But that is truly, I believe, what allowed me to uncover these abilities that I have. And I believe everyone has them. That's the thing. It's not just me. Everyone has them. It's just getting to them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I do work with a Reiki practitioner, I should say that. And like she did give me a meditation that she made for me personally and it does work like it, i can actually for the nine minutes of it i actually can lay there in bed and do it and not get distracted i mean it's got to be when the kids are asleep of course because god forbid that's not i'm not i'm not gonna be I'm not distracted because you're <laughs> awake but i mean it's it does work i just i've gotten out of the practice of doing it because time's been tough and i gotta get back in the practice of doing it that's the thing there but let's get back to you <laughs> so the second question i ask everybody is always what experiences have you had with whether it be ghost spirits, cryptids, actually UFOs, aliens, take your pick. I mean, I know it's probably not cryptids. It never never is cryptids. Oh,
1: well, like until, um, until two years ago, zero that, that I was aware of. Right. Um, and until two years ago, I would tell you, um, I certainly, believed that we were not alone, but I didn't care that much. I wasn't interested in it. I, I, you know, I just, I didn't, and I would, wasn't afraid of it. I had the sense that if we're not alone here and anything else can contact us, if they wanted us dead, we'd be dead. So I'm not, I'm not, I was never afraid of it, but I just didn't care. I wasn't interested in it. And ghosts, probably I was, I would say I didn't really believe in it. I thought it was just ridiculous. I I, I mean, I absolutely did. I didn't really believe in in mediums. I thought I would see them and I would think that person was a plant in the audience. There's no way that's real until it began to happen to me. So in the last two years I have had (laughs) one pretty solid experience with let's call it, you say aliens, extraterrestrials, some, you know, some form of, intelligent life that isn't from here (laughs) isn't from earth and an experience um several actually with what I would consider to be what most people think of as ghosts right just and I maybe look at it a little bit differently it's not necessarily a full consciousness of someone that's transitioned because I speak to them that's not the same thing that I encountered but what I encountered was just seemed to be a part of something that was a little stuck that was in a loop and, and have kept repeating the same things over and over again and didn't know how to get out of it. If that makes sense. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> makes sense. I mean, ghosts spirits were pe- people want to call them souls even. I mean, it's just, they're, I don't want to say left behind. Cause I don't like that term. I mean, they're just, I don't like stuck either. They're oh. just, they're where they're supposed to be. That's just basically the way I like to put is it. they're where they're supposed to be. They're there for a purpose. They may not know it. They may not even be aware that they're there. <laughs> we, Yeah, I definitely run into a few of those in my time. But I mean. Have you? Yeah.
1: It, yeah. It, it, it's I've, only been really once, but there were several. Um, it, Well, I won't say that. There's been a couple of times. But, you know, in that sense of at first, I could tell they were not aware of me they were not aware of me at all. They had no idea. And, and in fact, my communication with was only with one who finally was able to be somewhat aware of me, but only in a sense of like just for a moment and then would go right back to repeating the same words and sentences that were being said before would acknowledge me and even answer in a way and then go right back. So it was a very interesting experience. The extraterrestrials were much more coherent. <clears throat> Sorry about that.
0: So did you see the extraterrestrials in like a UFO sighting or was it more of like an actual like channeling? of? them?
1: Well, it was both. So what happened with me was that we were outside and it was the evening and I, Looked up and I could see something. I know what stars look like. I I know. And this was very clearly not that. And the shape of it and the light that was coming from it was not like a, an LED light or an incandescent light bulb. It was like sunlight. And it didn't look like a star. It wasn't. That wasn't the way the light was. I just I knew it. And I could tell the shape of it. And the way it was still, when I stare at a star, they'll tend to move about a little bit. And this was very still. And so I, I said to my friend that was with me, do you see that? And he looked and, and didn't see it. And then looked again, he said, wow, that's weird looking. What? And I said, that's a spaceship. I know, I know it is. I don't know how I can see it. He could barely see it, but I could see it clearly. And I never think to ask questions. It's, it's a funny thing about me. I just would sit there and stare at it and do anything. And he said to me, well, say something, say hello or something. And I said, hello. And very clearly, just like I would get anything that psychic, it was, it was stronger. Was a a phrase back to me that was meant to be hello. And, we had a conversation that was um interesting one of the most interesting things was i he asked me to ask them if they had any questions for us and that what came back was why the question was why and why what and it was you this planet that you have it's beautiful and you don't realize how beautiful it is there's so much here and none of you really enjoy it. You are never in the moment where you are enjoying what you're doing. You're always thinking about the next thing, wanting to get to the next thing, never where you want to be. It was very interesting. Um, and then the communication was very abruptly ended in the middle of a sentence, and I didn't understand it. My My friend said, "What happened?" I said, "I, I don't know. it just stopped. I can't hear them anymore." And I could still see them, but then it just disappeared. And a couple of minutes later, I got really, really sick. Like I couldn't, I couldn't stand up. I had to go just sit in the shower and let the shower run over me. It was very strange. And I don't know what that was. I don't know if it was something about the vibration, the frequency, whatever it was, but the communication was ended really abruptly. And I just wonder if it wasn't, affecting me and it was recognized that it was affecting me so it just ended
0: i mean you're not the first person i've talked to that says they have uh, communicated with extraterrestrials in a psychic manner and actually were sick at the end of it so i mean
1: oh really i've never talked to anyone else so i didn't know that
0: i've talked to at least one other person who reported that experience and i mean and i'm pretty sure i've heard a few more too that not people i talked to personally but i've heard stories before too where people get sick at the end of it so I think it is just where our minds cannot comprehend what their minds can do. And I think that's it makes us literally sick because our bodies can't handle the, the belief of it even to any degree. So
1: yeah. I, it there was but, there was nothing about it that felt malevolent at all. Yeah. Um it was strictly curiosity. It was fun. I think they recognized that I could communicate, so they did. And Um, They answered questions that I can't even remember what they were. Um, I will tell you that I was asked to ask them where they were from. And what I got was more of an equation than anything. It wasn't a a statement of a, a place at all, but it was a very loud, like a sound. It didn't hurt me, but it was a sound I'd never heard before. I couldn't, I couldn't describe yeah. it. My friend was saying, what is it? What is it? I don't know. I don't know that sound. I said, ow, but it wasn't Al. And then I just got an equation sort of that I didn't understand. And that was the answer to where are you from? <laughs> okay.
0: Which I mean, honestly makes sense.
1: I guess they, it does they, if you think about it. Yeah.
0: I mean, cause ma- math is a constant throughout our world. So, I mean, I, why wouldn't it be throughout the universe as well? If they, they just assumed we would know what math the math they're doing is and Of course, we're not going to because they're going to be way more advanced than we are in most cases if they're able to travel to us. So,
1: right, Mm -hmm. yeah, and I think it's it's right. It's there's a lot of geometry, right? Everything is that that geometry, and I I don't know. It was it was really interesting. I didn't understand the equation. I didn't understand some of the symbols that I saw. It was a lot of symbols, but um, I had no pen. I had no paper. I couldn't write anything down, and I was like, yeah, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Of course, we no one ever has pen and paper when stuff like this happens because you're not supposed to it's not supposed to get out but right there's reasons for it i can't freaking explain it but there's reasons for it i yeah. don't know I, I don't like i don't like the fact that that's the way it is but can't do anything about that so we, we <laughs> progress all right so and you said it wasn't malevolent which i mean i i've been told by multiple multiple people who study ancient earth and psychic as well that there are malevolent extraterrestrials out there but of course same as everything else in the world they're not all malevolent they're not all here to hurt us there are some out there that actually want to help us and help us against the ones who want to be malevolent because it's a age-old war going on since before we were created evolved whatever you want to call it so i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just (laughs) one of those things where, like
1: this felt and it wasn't that i felt like they were trying to help me or help us or give me information which i i do know uh, other channelers that, that have that but it wasn't like that it was more curiosity and and hi how you do it. it you know it wasn't certainly wasn't it didn't have any ill will at all it was just curiosity and conversation and then they were gone
0: which is i mean it makes sense i mean for a lot of extraterrestrials out there, we might be like a zoo still. They might come here just to look in the cage and see what's going on. Oh, what's that human doing? Oh, he's stuffing his face full of food in his habitat. Oh, that's so cute. Let's go to the next house. But I mean, it's just, we we could be a zoo for extraterrestrials. It's very possible to some degree where they just want to see what's going on with us and what the heck are these creatures? They're weird looking. What are
1: they? I mean, it's just, I don't
0: know. (laughs) Exactly. It's a, who, it's a who knows thing. And I mean, I, I know who knows, but they're never going to tell. So.
1: Right. No one's going to tell us. Not exactly. Anyway. Yeah. No, <laughs>
0: they'll, they'll release little tidbits here and there as they think we can handle it. And then they'll eventually when it all comes out and they're going to be backtracking saying, Oh no, we meant to tell you, but this happened and then this happened and then Epstein and yeah. Okay. But it's just the way the government works. But. And you mentioned in the beginning, though, that you were able to see th- what other people were seeing. They were able to enter their mind, basically, and see through their eyes in a way. What's yeah, that
1: like? Well, it, I've a yeah, well, yeah, it's um, it 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 happened. Um, it, I have been able to do it a few times, and I can do it relatively consistently with my partner Gary. We I can do it with him. Where we discovered it when. He was actually playing poker, and it was a, it was a strange thing where I said I and I texted him and I said, "Is the carpet there?" And I described the carpet, and he said, "Yeah, I was at some in another city." And <clears throat> through the entire time that he was there, he would text me and say, "Okay, I'm somewhere else. Can you see what's around me?" And I was able to say, "You're sitting in a bar. This is the color of the bar. The chairs. There's two women sitting next to you." And and then even beyond that, I was able to say, there's a woman sitting near you. This is what she looks like. Her name is Stephanie, and she's a mediocre poker player. And so he leaned to someone that sort of matched the description and said, are you Stephanie? And she said, no, I'm not. That's Stephanie right here. And just very weird things like that. And there are have been a couple of people, especially people that I'm connected to and close to, that I'm able to do that. Um, But then there's other things where I'm able to find things for people sometimes where they've lost their wallet or misplaced something. And I can tell them exactly where it is. I can see it and I I can see it. I know where it is, but it's random. It's, it's not a hundred percent. Like I couldn't necessarily go and make a living at it. I mean, perhaps I could, if I practiced it all the time, but it, when I know it, I know it. So I do have friends call me all the time and say, I've lost something. Where is it? And then watch them argue with me and say, no, no, I've taken that apart 20 times. It's not in there. That's where it is. Well, maybe I'm wrong. And then the next day they'll call me and say, Oh my God, I found it. It's right where you said it was. (laughs) So I've been able to do that too. And that's not necessarily viewing.
0: You were talking about how people find their lost items.
1: Oh, yeah. So that, you know, that is um, somewhat different from being able to remote, to review, to see what someone else is seeing. It's very interesting. So I don't, I honestly don't have a lot of familiarity with different abilities and what they're called and what they're used for at all. I just do all of these bizarre things and... Um, and and I seem to have all of them. I I just, we discovered, um, that we could walk up to a building and I could stand as long as I was standing there in front of the building, I could tell when it was built. I could go and see all the way back to when it was dirt and when there was nothing there and tell you when it was built. Unless it was built after the year I was born. I can't seem to do that. I, I have no, I have no idea. I don't know what that is. I have no idea what's happening, but it works every time, every time.
0: That's strange. That's-
1: Isn't that <laughs> weird? I don't know. And what is that going to do? Like this? I, I can't make a living doing that. I have no idea what that is. It's just really funny, but it's a, it's a party trick. And I was um, gonna say
0: it's one of those quirky abilities kind
1: of yeah, it's one of those really strange things. So um yeah, it's it's very interesting that um the way that they showed up all within about three months of each other, and and they just kind of keep showing up and it's random. I you know, I don't I don't know what causes it and uh, some of them I can just do like this because I can. And other times it's like, I just, it shows up and it's there and I do it. And then and that said, I don't know how to make it happen. It's very funny.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a learning curve. That's basically what, that's what I best way put it, a learning curve. And eventually, eventually you may be able to figure out why you do it and a use for, it. who knows?
1: And yeah. I mean, three, I, I don't human. know. The first thing that showed up were the, um, were the dead people. And, um, I don't see them physically, right. It's just communication. And they were giving me information that was, you know, just absolutely things I could not possibly know. Right. And, and I kept thinking, no, I had to have read that on Facebook. I had to have seen that because there's so much out there, social media, it's hard to avoid knowing things. Right. But, um, there were weird things that you know, I would tell someone and they would say, okay, but I was alone in my bathroom yesterday when I did that, I cut my hair and I, okay, right. What your husband that just died told me that you did that. And there's weird things. <laughs> so, um, and that, that one was the first thing to show up and seems to be the most consistent one. But, um, you know, even, even that, I sit and read for someone and sometimes no one will show up. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, don't know what I mean, at the end of the day, you see what you're supposed to, see. Oh, okay. I should rephrase that. You hear what you're supposed to hear at the end of the day. I mean, you're not, not everybody's going to have someone waiting for a message for them, because it's just not the way it works. I mean, right. I've, I've talked to a lot of psychics and sometimes there is a random message that they have for me at the end of the show. And it's just like, Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Sometimes, sometimes it's helpful sometimes it's not so helpful sometimes it's just right. there but there are point times I interview, there's point every you psychics and nothing comes across it's just i don't know i mean maybe it has to do with what spirits are around at that moment or near close enough where they can get through
1: or yeah i you know it's um what i have found with me is that in as a medium it's rather than people coming in for me to say um hey, I'm okay over here, or you're doing great. They're not really messages like that. The messages that I get for people are, number one, very spiritual in nature. They are messages of ascension. And typically what they do is come in and it's normally in a, a reading setting. The person's sort of pulling it and they will... Talk until the person is quite sure that this is who it is, right? They're, they know, okay, that you, that's it. I, this is who it is. And then they stop and introduce spirit guides in a very interesting way. I don't know if you've ever seen my YouTube channel. It's really fun. But then it's a, it's absolutely a message of ascension, of what someone needs to do, what they need to let go of. Um, and it'll be very specific. You need to go outside barefoot and ground yourself. You need to do this hurts meditation. Here's a specific hurts for you to listen to. You need to do that when you meditate, just very specific things for them to actually do. It's like a blueprint for how to move forward. So it's, it's different. It's not just like this weird one-time random message. It's usually quite long and has, is involved. It's weird.
0: (laughs) Well, the reason I'm laughing is because I've been told by my Reiki practitioner so many times, go stand outside barefoot. I'm like, I don't like nature. I don't want to go stand outside barefoot. It's not in my list of things to do today. If I am in my yard, you don't know where the hell there's dog poop. So, I mean, I got to do it one of these days. Hopefully it warms up a little because it's been too freaking cold for me to even think about doing it. I don't want to stay right. outside with freaking fully dressed. Forget it.
1: Right here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I know I'm in Florida. So it's always nice here. No. Um, but when you grew up, um, were your parents outdoorsy or no? No, God no. <laughs> right. No, God no. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's that's interesting. So hmm. Okay.
0: But it's, it's funny because I married a woman who's outdoorsy, so you know. The what? I married a woman who's outdoorsy so oh
1: yeah so yeah, your wife is yeah yes okay. very much so so
0: <laughs> you know opposite the track but
1: right so, yeah i
0: mean okay. i I've, I've done plenty of nature stuff in the last six years i had never would have done in my life so i right. actually went camp i actually went camping and real camping not glamping and i never i always said if i go camping it better be fucking clamping or i'm not going but i actually went old school sleep on a small mat in the ground camping and no uh, i'm too old for this shit but it's just
1: uh, well, it, listen, was ex- I, yeah. it was an experience i'm i've been outdoorsy i lived worked on a ranch um for a while in my life out in wyoming and so i've done that but i wouldn't do it again like used an outhouse in a you know no oh, <laughs> no me. more
0: no <laughs> good, good nope. pay me to use no freaking outhouse. Mm-hmm. no nope <laughs> nope you no, know, yep. <laughs> especially, especially in the winter. Oh, God, it's got to be hell. It's got to be hell. But
1: <laughs> it was rough. Yeah, but I was young, so I could take well,
0: it. Even then, I still, still don't think I would want to do it. I'd be, I'd be the one sitting there like, I want to go home. <laughs> but uh, So let me since, you, since the way you phrased that. Kind of why I asked this question. What is the weirdest psychic interaction you ever had with a client? And weirdest you can partially name that. that. You could
1: leave names out of course for privacy. I can leave right. names. <laughs> I probably Here, should do that. Um, you know, god, the the experiences that have just been unbelievable. But I would say that the when the dead people come in and the things that I am told sometimes, um, I have had I have had a father come in and tell me that he actually had tried to kill her when she was younger, the client and, yeah. and friend of mine. And, um, the, the reason I said, I can't tell her that I'm not going to tell her that. And the, the, he was telling me that you have to, because she tells the story and she knows that it was violent and there was something there but she thinks that she's exaggerating it. Maybe she's questioning it, that as she gets older, maybe she's remembering it to be much worse than it actually was. And you need to tell her because it's going to change things for her when she realizes that, no, she's underplaying it. She's she's remembering it as less than it was because I actually physically was trying to kill her. So that was bizarre, right? So sometimes those things, um, some of the things that, that the dead people will tell me that are incredibly personal and a little uncomfortable for me to say, you know, I mean, as you can probably, I mean, it's funny when you have a husband that comes in and he says, okay, we'll tell her this. And I have to say it. And I, I know it's a thing that she's going to recognize, but that's pretty, you know, those kinds of things are really bizarre and, um, and funny. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, Oof, that's a rough one. I wouldn't, I, I, I would be like, do I have to get involved with this? Why? Like, let me have this, please.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, when, once I push past the fear of saying it, and I honestly think that that's probably why the majority of people out there um, don't recognize any of their intuitive abilities, any of those things, because we're so afraid to be wrong. We're afraid to look silly uh, we're afraid to go up to someone, even someone we know well, or, or someone we don't know and say, um, I, you know, I had an experience where I was in a busy, busy street with, uh, my husband walking around and I saw this man, I didn't know him. And I very much knew I needed to go across the street and say something to him. This was early. I hadn't had this for long and I walked up, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And really quickly his grandmother came and. I just said hi you don't know me is there any chance your a grandmother or aunt passed in the last few years and her name is like cecilia or cecily or something like that and he said my grandmother Cece died two years ago and he you know he freaked out I and mean, he'd never seen me at all i just walked up to, on the street and so i started telling him things that she was saying and i said are you are you detailing cars? Are you working on cars? And he was like, whoa, you know, and he just was freaking out. So those kinds of things are pretty bizarre too, but I'm not afraid to say the stuff, even if it, somebody says, no, that's not right. Okay. Right. But most people will never say it and they'll just ignore it. They think it's just a weird thought they're having or they won't even be aware of the thought and I'm aware of it and I will say it. And that makes me look like I'm a genius, but it's actually all of us can do it. It's just that I'm willing to I don't care what anybody thinks, I can just say it. That's the whole problem.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, you're like me, no filter. That's the perfect thing. That's perfect no. way to be perfect way to be. Thank mm-hmm. you, everybody who disagree with me on that, but perfect way to be.
1: Yep. <laughs> no. Well, you know, I spent a whole lot of my life really caring about what other people thought. And I, I do in in certain areas, but in that kind of area, to just walk up to someone and say, "Do you have a, you know, grandmother that passed away a couple of years ago whose name's Ceci or Cecily or Cecilia or something?" I, I don't care about that. If somebody thinks I'm weird, I don't care. You
0: shouldn't. You shouldn't, because <laughs> I mean, honestly, if someone walked, up, if somebody walked up to me in the street like that and started saying something I actually recognized. I'd be like, "What do you know?" Like, I would even question it for a second, because I mean,
1: yeah, no, he didn't. You know, he came and sat down with us and you know had a drink and talked, but it freaked him out
0: yeah I'm sure oh I'm sure but I mean it, <laughs> still like even before I fully got into the paranormal again and believed in all this stuff fully because like you I used to never put much like into psychics when I was a kid not because in the 90s you just didn't it wasn't a thing yet but now I mean even back then when I was a kid if someone came up to me and said like something I would recognize I would have been like okay I seen a white van what are you talking about but what are you talking
1: about I mean, right <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> but It's just, I mean, I don't, I don't know. To me, it's just something that people should embrace because obviously if they could know this about you, there's a message there. You need to know. I mean, they wouldn't just know this random information. That's not something.
1: Yeah. It's something important. And um, yeah. And, and I think, and I think it's interesting. I I just, I wonder if I think when you have some interesting um, dynamics, like family dynamics, when you're growing up and you're younger I mean, I think everyone does. Um, I think you've probably from the sense I get have, you know, some similar things to me and they, you know, did your parents get divorced when you were kind of young? Like you were a kid, like your parents are not still married. Are they? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was like nine. Yeah. I was like eight or nine. Um, yeah. So um, it, some, you kind of go one of two ways. It, it either really locks you down or it makes you just like, I don't give a, you know what, Right, you just cut, and you're just yeah. one of those people that it took you that direction, right? Some of that shakeup and that trauma it takes you in a different direction.
0: And yeah, it, oh, it, it's weird. I never actually thought about the, that connection before of like that being the point where I stopped giving up. well, stopped giving a fuck basically. I mean, I don't, I don't remember my show is always marked explicit, so if you want to curse, feel free. But um. <laughs> I, I can't I have a, I have the mouth of a sailor, so I, I hold it as best possible on my when I'm doing interviews, but I it slips out from time to time. Come on. Especially when you talk Every about Every once the in a while. We talk about the government, it happens a lot. But <laughs> I mean, it's I never put that connection together. Like divorce was what led to that. Because I mean, yeah, my parents divorced well emotionally before I was born, but uh legally when I was in middle school. So I mean and my dad's all longer with us as of two thousand sixteen. So I mean it's just I got I it never really bothered me. I was old enough to understand that they were not meant for each other. <laughs> but right. I could see it every day. I can see it on a daily fucking basis. <laughs> so it yeah. didn't make a difference to me when it, when it finally officially said it. it was just like, right. Yeah. Finally,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's that, um, doing it. <laughs> It's it is, I mean, I don't know. It just it may be just I, I, I noticed that in general. I, I just that that switch was definitely there for you. It was that was when you kind of went. Okay, right. And and there are other things too as well with you that came after that that made you go, what the heck? (laughs) Right. Life is not as I thought. And oh there's definitely
0: events. There's events. Yeah. That's hundred percent true. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: couldn't
0: I I honestly couldn't point out specific ones if I tried, probably, but I'm sure there was events at some point. I
1: could, but I'm not going to (laughs) on here. A couple. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, i'm sure but feel free to tell me after the show if you want if you'd like <laughs>
1: because
0: actually uh, that, that might be some self-diagnosis that wouldn't hurt but right. um so i'm kind of curious about the joshua and the white light okay on that is you and your you and your husband like it's when you say he channels joshua I'm, i mean the first thing that comes to my mind when you say joshua is archangel
1: Right. No. Okay. So yeah, you're talking about Gary, who's my my partner. Um, partner. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. He. Um. So I. Um. I thought that Abraham and Esther, if if anyone knows who that is, Esther Hicks, and she channels a group of non-physical called Abraham, and they're teachers. And I started listening to her. I had no idea what a channel was at all. And then I thought she was the only one on the planet. I didn't know. And then I I met Gary um, about uh, 2019, and um, and then he was a channel, and I thought, well, this is interesting. So I thought there were two on the whole planet, and it never occurred to me that that would be something. It wasn't something I wanted to do. wasn't something I was interested in at all. And um, and then at the time, my husband Drew and I did Gary's boot camp and went through some things there. And as you as I told you stuff just started happening and i was in a meditation and i was talking to joshua who is a group that gary channels that had been my teachers for a couple of years they bring through different courses they had done this boot camp through gary and it really was the only fully 100% channeled course that existed at the time i think it may well still be in other than the other ones that we've created together so they were a teacher for me and it was fantastic. Just really helping me to understand how to raise my vibration, how to raise my perspective, the way that this physical reality really works. And even still in that conversation I was having with them in meditation, they said, we're going to introduce you to your next teacher. And they pulled back a curtain. It was just this bright white light. And I just said, Oh, hi, white light. That's what I called. I didn't know. And in that for months and months and months, I just was having conversations in my head with this white light and they were brilliant. And I would tell friends what they were telling me and these concepts they were teaching me and my friends were like, this is amazing. And eventually, um, Gary encouraged me to begin to translate what they said. And ultimately I went out. I just passed out. It is a, a trance is what it's called. But to me, I was out. I don't remember any of it. <clears throat> and. We were recording at the time, Gary was recording some of the, what I was bringing through channeling and he didn't realize that I was out. He thought I just was leaning in with my eyes closed and we channeled for about an hour and a half that way. And just very much like Joshua, um, White Light is a group, I believe, but I really don't know. Whenever they are asked, whenever we ask them who they are or what they are, they say we are the center. Um, Joshua that Gary channels will say that we are a non-physical and and they are also physical as well, but that's a whole nother lesson. Um, a group of teachers, coaches, mentors, cheerleaders that their interest is in planetary evolution and helping people on a planet, or whatever, you know, a race of a planet ascend and and learn how to function. And for us on earth, it's this 3D reality and they are excellent. Their Joshua is funny and hilarious. But the way that Gary receives them when it first started with him, he felt like a presence in his jaw and he began to ask who it was and it was happened when he would meditate and then he would speak back and forth just in a meditation and then one day they just told him to write and so Gary got up and went to the computer and he wrote his first book in about 30 minutes a day I think in 6 weeks just typing. And it doesn't work like that for me. I can't type it. I have to speak it. And for a bit of time, I went completely out in a trance and channeled. And then White Light came and they actually explained to me how I could do it without going out. So now I know, but I am almost not there. It's like I'm very far back. I can see what's happening, but it's like a movie. And I get a lot of streams of thought that are coming at once and they are speaking. I'm I'm doing nothing. So they actually take over. So early on when you would hear them speak, it didn't sound like my voice at all. It was very weird. Now it seems like we've merged a little bit more. And when white light comes in, it it sounds very much still like me, but you can still tell the difference a lot you can tell but with gary and joshua you can't because gary just they give him blocks of thought that he then translates it's a little bit different the way we do it did that answer your question (laughs) yeah
0: yeah it it did did. completely because i mean like i said before you're not the first channel i had on here i had i can't name for life, life i'm sorry if you if you hear this i apologize but um the philadelphia medium she calls herself and she, yeah. I mean, she went straight. She went into a lot like scribing live on the show. Like I nowhere, and like she just went to, went to a trance and was writing down things. And like two minutes later, she came back into, and like, it was all, it was all stuff about, like about my life at that point. You know, I I'm sitting there like none of this information is Google. I know that for a fact, cause I am not on Google at all. You, you have to search my podcast. You're not going to search my name and find anything. So, right. I
1: mean, yeah, I'm like that too. Yeah
0: so i mean it's just i don't know it's, it's it's kind of creepy to a degree but it's kind of cool at the same time like i can't yeah like there's a middle ground there that kind of lays in but i mean it's just i've had it happen so many times now i'm used to it like at the end of my show it's like super so be like yep i have this permission for you and i'm like okay and, yep. i mean sometimes 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 if i'm at like a junction in life i'll even ask like questions of them and be like Hey, anything coming to you for this? And sometimes they say, no, nothing's really coming through right now. And sometimes yeah. I get, sometimes I get a half hour talk about what's going on. And I'm just like, right. oh. just depends. Like, like, right.
1: Yeah. It just, yeah, it absolutely depends that that's what, um, you know, Gary's always saying, you know, when, you know, if you go on a podcast and just read someone and I'm like, you know, it's, it is so, incredibly personal. Sometimes these things that I get, yeah, they're not so. things that I would just do to someone. If they, you know, want to talk privately, I will. But it's it's yeah. very interesting. And it's just the way that things come to me. They just really are sometimes it's you know simple names and birthdays or or you know weird little things, but just to sort of get that connection. But for the most part the stuff gets kind of deep really quickly. And um, I don't know. I'm just, I never <laughs> wanted to surprise someone with that. Like, here you go. This is it. Um, and the readings are, are, um, you know, for me, I, I, I do them, but they are really exhausting. So I can only do really one in a day. Um, and yeah. I try to do them in the evening right before I go to bed because I get really exhausted. Um, I've been doing activations recently, which is a whole nother thing. Because there's a, a language that I speak light language so it's a long story but um, I've been doing that and I realize if I channel white light or I do an activation or I do coaching which I do for a lot of people um, I get energy but the readings are different I get really tired when I do that <laughs> it's very strange like I'm I'm exhausted I feel like I have the flu
0: that's I mean well okay obviously the activation I'll start with that because activation I never heard anyone say they actually do activation and I'm assuming you mean you're activating other people's abilities mm-hmm. and that's Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah,
1: I, yeah, I, I think, think so. Caring. It's very <laughs> interesting. Um, it, it developed really slowly and and that's part of this. You just sort of go with things. You can't really be afraid of what you're getting. You just have to try things and do it. And over a course the course of time here, I've had little things, little thoughts, little intuition. So I will do something with someone. And I started about a year ago, I was meditating and and someone said, you were speaking a language. I didn't know that. I was kind of out meditating and really. And then someone asked me to do a little energy work on them. And I said, I don't know how to do that. I'm not an energy. I'm not a healer. I don't know. And so I just started, okay, well, let's just, I just rolled my eyes and said, sure, I'll do this. I had no idea. And sort of got myself in a little bit of meditation to see if I could get anything from them physically, like something might be going on. And I started speaking the language. So over the course of time, we've started to realize that this language and what I'm doing, these symbols I'm getting and drawing, when I do them on people, it, it does something to... What we have been told and we believe is that DNA that's a bit dormant, it sort of frequency activates that. And a lot of people that we've been doing this with are having these incredible experiences. They're recognizing they're they're a medium or they're clairvoyant or they're seeing energy. They're having these crazy experiences. And I really to be honest with you, we're not 100% sure what all it does, but it's very interesting. And just speaks to that belief. I have, I know everyone has this stuff. It's just what, what does it take to unlock it for different people? And so, yeah, so I've been doing that in person and just starting to do some of them on zoom, but that's an energy. I get so much energy from that. I get fired up doing that.
0: That's that's awesome. (laughs) awesome. It's really fun.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. It's very woo woo and weird, but um, because I'm speaking a completely different language and, singing. I even sing in this language. It's, it's really interesting.
0: <laughs> My God. I, I, I do want to see a recording of that. I don't know. Why. I, just, like, I feel like, <laughs> well, I, here's I,
1: I, here, Jeremy. Here's the weird thing. Okay. This, I'm glad you said that because I would have forgotten to tell you this. So I did a few of them on some close friends, Drew, Gary, some close friends. And at one point I had a group and I was doing them one at a time. And we realized that after it was over, none of them remembered any of it. They didn't remember their own, only little bits and pieces of it. And they didn't remember each other's because I was, I would say, did you see me just like lay down on his back and I was singing in his ear and everyone was like, no, we didn't see that. And the person that I was doing with said that you were laying on me. Yeah, really? I didn't see that. I, so we, okay, we knew, wait, something's going on. Like, this is weird. How do you guys not remember? And so the next one I did, Gary tried to record with his iPhone and he had it. The light was on, we're doing it and he's recording the whole thing. And after we were finished, he said, Oh, look, I got it recorded. It was just black. So then we got curious and we set up the computer and we tried really hard to record it and it won't record it. You, I'll get on. I'll say, okay, test, test. And somebody else will say, okay, test, test. And we do it. And then as soon as we start, it goes down. You can't can't record it. It's like the vibration's too high for the equipment. Right? That is beyond freaky. And that beyond is beyond freaky.
0: That, that's something that should be freaking studied by scientists. I know. We
1: we couldn't. So this has happened. We've probably tried to record, I don't know, five to ten of them. And we tried to do a group where we said, okay, everyone meet us on Zoom. So we had like 40 people on Zoom, and I was gonna do it with, for the group, just broadcast it on zoom. And I already knew that it was unlikely to record, but I thought for sure I could do that and attempting to broadcast it. It went down. I'm testing fine, testing fine. And I start get kind of close my eyes and I start and I start singing. I open my eyes and everybody's gone. I'm like, what happened? It's just gone. I can't do it. So with a little bit of work and a little bit of figuring out and some conscious creating, um, I was able to record one yesterday to do it over zoom one-on-one and get it to record it. It worked. Um, but then I did one today and it worked the broadcast worked, but our recording didn't stick. I recorded it and I got nothing. So, but I was able to keep it online and it, the broadcast works. So she was able to hear me and, and get it. So I know that's sort of a long story, but isn't that crazy as spooky.
0: That, I mean, that, that's a story that definitely needed to be told, but, and the <laughs> fact that you're still working on it to this day, like is just amazing. And I, my God, that we, yeah. Like, like, why would they, why would, whatever this is, let one thing be recorded but not the rest of them. Like it doesn't make.
1: It's, unless, it's like the frequency of what, is coming through the vibrational frequency of like my voice when I'm singing that language or whatever is just too high a frequency for the technology that we have. It just won't work. It just goes black and it just, that's it. It can't see it and it can't hear it. It, I don't know. It's so weird. It's creepy, but we are working on it. So this has been, we've only been doing them for um, since June, I guess june or july so it hasn't been that long but um we have attempted to record it several times and attempted to get it to broadcast a handful of times and can't do it so i just yesterday got one to record for the first time wow that's
0: that's that's something i that's that's originality right now because that's something i have not heard in this (laughs) podcast so far something that like something that new and that's something that groundbreaking i mean right nat geo freaking one of you <laughs> channels. get on this shit. Right. Come on,
1: Discovery. yeah
0: Discovery. Discovery Plus. Come on, get on the <laughs> shit. I'll, I'll, re- I'll give me a free subscription, but I'll renew my damn subscription. Come on. Like, you know you're, you're, an HP, you're part of HBO, you're HBO, Max now, or Max, or the hell is it is. So I already have a subscription. So do it. All Still right. Max. Max. Do it through Discovery Plus. Yeah, we're going for that. Manifestation. It works. <laughs> but that's wow. I can't that's mm, no words but that's just incredible that's just mm-hmm. incredible i mean something that's basically the same as bigfoot or extraterrestrials where cameras don't work and it's just recordings don't work and why this just mm. okay listeners i'm you know i'm gonna need some time to think on this to really come up with a hypothesis here you know how i work but i will be thinking about this for days to come now i it will be in my mind constantly Hey, <laughs> but i love these type of things though because that makes my this is why i love paranormal it's just what well, it is oh my god right so
1: bizarre
0: all right well since we're nearing the end of the show here before i let you promote yourself to the fullest of course um what message do you have for just people in general like what would be the message that your guides tell you to tell people in general
1: Tell people in general, I think the the overall message that I get all of the time from all of them is to follow in every minute your highest excitement and understand that anything that would stop you from doing that is a self-imposed limitation. We are... Limitless beings of love and acceptance, and we can have, be, and do anything. If you simply follow the next most exciting thing, the next most interesting thing, and do it without fear of an outcome, without worry for a specific outcome, let that flow happen. You will find yourself in the middle of an unimaginable life.
0: Well, well put. I have to say, guides. that is a well-put well sentiment. I mean, it really is. I mean, if we can relate to that personally. So, I, yeah, I like that. I definitely like that. And that's, that's a good message to go out on. So, hello, listeners, please, Christy, where can they find you, your podcast you do with your partner, and everything else?
1: Sure. Um, uh, my website is christylevy.com. That's uh best way to find me, to find out about the medium sessions, coaching um, courses. They can also find information about me and the courses at theteachingsofjoshua.com. That's Gary's website. And um, I guess, yeah, I guess that's about it. Those are the two biggest things there. Yeah.
0: And what's the YouTube channel called?
1: YouTube is it- it's also Christy Levy.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. all right so all right folks go check them out please I, and of course they will all be in the, they'll all be in the description of the podcast as well of course so you can click and go from there if you like and i want to thank Christy for coming on because it's been truly an eye-opening episode i heard some stuff i never imagined out here about different new things and i'm still mind blown by this if you can't tell but uh it's been a one heck of a show and want to hear more of them like this then you know where to find me if you don't know by now shame shame and shame once again but go check the outro you'll hear it again if you don't remember or if you're new and until next time i believe i will be back i want to say i think i have a bracket for you guys over this weekend that might be coming up but i'll be back with another interview next week at some point until then have a good night and enjoy your weekend and Christy, thank you once again. Thank you. for. You can find me on Facebook as Jeremy Bryant, or you can find me as uncensored, unapologetic, and untamed UQ podcast collective group, Facebook group. You can find me on Twitter and the Instagram as at Juggalo Bastard, or should I say X now? And you can find me on TikTok as at Juggalo Bastard Podcast. You can also find me on YouTube as Paranormal New Normal. And you can also find me streaming on YouTube as Blind Knowledge Network all Nazis blind until they met Bigfoot exists.